Sleepless nights, baby spit up, maternity jeans, leaky boobs. Some people are ready for all that. So if you're not ready for a baby and everything that comes with it, make sure you're good to go with your birth control. Visit NotReadyNow.com to learn more about a reversible, longer-term birth control option that you don't have to take every day. Discover Park MGM, the newest resort in the center of the Las Vegas Strip. Enjoy powerhouse artists like Lady Gaga and Bruno Mars in the intimacy of Park Theater and indulge in inspired cuisine from tastemakers like Roy Choi at his new restaurant, Best Friend. Park MGM, intimate moments, big experiences. Hit it. Hey, how you doing? Hey, where you been? Three girls talking about a lot of love and sin. And there's someone sitting next to us. Who that freaking man? It's ooh, oh, oh. It's Keith. Okay, should we do our podcast? Yeah. I cried really hard this morning, so that's where I'm coming from. Oh, no. Oh. I know. Mm. Oh, you... Give me a break, Keith. Why don't you feel bad for me? I'm having a really I tough don't, pregnancy. because you've been yelling at a lot of people lately. No, I'm, I have not <laughs> been yelling at anyone. I yelled at two people yesterday <laughs> who were texting during Colin Quinn's show. They deserve that. Yeah, they shouldn't It's be so rude to sit in, a, in an audience of any sort of a live show and text. Can I ask Maybe some, a concert. Can okay. I ask you some questions about this? Yes. Sure. <laughs> were they sitting right in front of you? Uh, not directly in front of me, but in front of the people in front of me. So were they like really in your view when yeah. you were watching the show? Yeah. <laughs> or did you seek this out? That she is was looking so... for trouble. She was looking <laughs> for trouble. What a hostile and, question. Listen, <laughs> as soon as Colin said, put your phones away, Amy, the detective. Nope. Jumped into uh, that yeah. is simply she not jumped true. Into action. I she was there to support my friend and watch his amazing show. And then these two dumb twats. Can you still say twat? <laughs> oh, you can say twats. Yes. Okay. Yes. Twats is on the list. It's um, so woke. It's on the yeah. woke list. Okay, that they were just texting, and that's so rude. And as someone who did a Broadway show. And I would stop my own show and yell at people from <laughs> the stage. Was anybody ever there when I yelled at yeah, anyone? Yeah, I think one person was like <laughs> sucking on a butterscotch or something. And you, a Werther's. Yeah, a Werther's. And you, went, uh, you stopped to lecture them in the middle of a play. Well, it wasn't the sucking, <laughs> but when you open a Werther's, like, it's so quiet in a show. And then someone... Like Keith, you know, who loves Werther's because of his generation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Open, That's you hear every little crease in the Werther's yeah, original. It's too much. But I, it was, but, Kevin, um, you on to something. Keep, keep, keep up. I wasn't up. seeking it out. I wanted to watch the show. Was it really, I mean, like, you're being honest with me that it was this, this drive to, like, I want to watch this show, or was there an opportunity to rectify <laughs> some tiny justice? I don't know what you're insinuating, Kevin. <laughs> um, was it fun to yell in their dumb faces to get off their phones? Sure. Sure. <laughs> and what would you say? Because that's the best part. Off your phones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a, a police officer or something. Off your phones. <laughs> off your phones. They could have been texting the kids. Uh, yeah. Anything. They were you taking pictures of Colin. which you was said they which, were texting. They were texting the pictures. I saw it was that, and people all around them were upset too. It wasn't just my crazy ass. Anyway, how come, how come you're the one that said something and not anybody else? <laughs> because that's who I am. Because <laughs> I'm a do something dot org type bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, it's hot in here, and I am. Everyone hot. knows there's no bra happening today, <laughs> or ever. You can't wear a bra when you're pregnant is what I read. It's a law. It's a law. Speaking of the laws of pregnancy. Yes. 
We have an incredibly esteemed guest. This is our second Harvard grad that we've had on this mm-hmm. podcast, which is third. besides me. No, I'm, I'm no, the third. No, not Harvard Day Camp, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we have Dr. Emily Oster on. Professor Emily Austin. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you guys for having me. I'm very excited. You don't regret it already? No, not yet. Okay, cool. <laughs> There's still time. She is an economist, and she, after Harvard, what, taught at, did you teach at Brown? <laughs> I, I teach at Brown You now. teach at Brown now. Yeah. Okay. The way that I discovered Emily was, I am in the third trimester of a hellish pregnancy, uh, even though I'm privileged, I'm having a very hard time. Third and uh, third tries the best. <laughs> and uh, that was Bridget singing. I just want yeah. to say it's no, it's no picnic for anybody else either. Why don't you <laughs> suck a thousand dicks? Okay. Anyway, I was recommended her book, Expecting Better. This book really changed my pregnancy for me and has been just shining a light on the truth and debunking the myths. And just it's a fact-based look at pregnancy with the information that we're, we have. And I'm just so grateful. Uh, Professor Emily Oster, everybody. Hi. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Expecting Hi. better. Third try. Third try. Thank you. <laughs> Can you tell us what made you write this book? Sure. So I got pregnant. That's basically... I'm so sorry. Be- yeah, I know. Actually, <laughs> I have a much nicer draw than you. Oh, good. Um, and, you know, I think I had this experience like a lot of women who are like us have, which is like, you know, I'm used to being in control, like control a lot. What do you mean? Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know. And so then then it was like all of a sudden, it was like there, there was not control and, and there were a lot of, there was like a lot of judgment and a lot of rules and I didn't like that, particularly with the medical stuff, I kind of got into like, okay, well, you're telling me to do this, but like, like why? Yeah, you know, like I, you like, I, I think when I went to my my first prenatal visit at like ten weeks or something, like on the way out, they like ran after me and they were like, oh, by the way, like here's this piece of paper with all the things you shouldn't do. See ya. And I was like, okay, and they just like it's like two pages, you know, and it's like all of these things, and they're they're not ranked, you know, it's like. Don't smoke or do cocaine. Also, no salmon. So, well, <laughs> okay, like, but surely, like, the smoked salmon would be like better than the or just like if I'm gonna have smoked salmon, like I might as well do cocaine because right. these are all just and all so the same. and so. Then I I started doing a lot of research, and it's actually like pretty close to the the stuff that I do in my job because even though I'm an economist and not a doctor, as people have pointed out. Can you tell us what economists do? You know, like the Fed. Have you heard of the Fed? Is no. that a bar? <laughs> I'm sure it is a bar. I don't know the Fed. What's the Fed, Keith? Well, the Fed is who all, Trump always argues with right now. Okay. Is that, yeah. Does that, do you think that defines? The no, that, this, is, this is why you have to ask Keith follow-up questions. See? Look how quick Emily knew that Keith was full of shit. <laughs> she used her economist education and knew. No, She I, positioned herself perfectly I'm at first because she's slightly pivoted to everyone else, was, knowing intuitively, <laughs> as, a, as a smart economist would, that I was Keith in Congress. In 94 through 98. You were what? An economist through 90, <laughs> 94 through 98. You were an economist? Yes. <laughs> 94 okay. through 98. Walk us through your day. Well, well, my day, like, I can tell you right now. <laughs> okay, so anyway. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. A, I'm okay. going to teach everybody something. Oh, okay, sure. oh, okay great. Um, now, what I predict, this is my prediction. Uh-huh. There will be a recession in 2020. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm nah. really sorry that we just wasted any of your time. Can you just tell us what the Fed is? Um, but also, you're the second yes. Harvard grad. 
who trashed Keith within an inch of his life on this yeah. podcast, just so you know. Okay, uh, the Fed. Okay, so the Fed are the guys who set monetary policy, so like the, the guys who like decide what the interest rate should be, so they tell you what, okay, so that's like one kind of economics, and I actually do a different kind of economics, so that was probably not a good segue into what Well, we got to trash Keith, we did, so yes, of course, like it was very important. Um, but, you know, basically, economics is a study of human behavior, um, so we try to understand why people behave the way that they do. And so most of my like academic work is about trying to use data to understand why people make health choices the way that they do. So like, why don't people eat more vegetables? Why don't they exercise more? I can answer those right now. You yeah. have to stop all yeah. your studying. Actually, most of my research is like, people don't like to do that stuff. Um, so anyway, so most of my job involves using using data to try to, to think about relationships. Do you have like meetings and stuff? A lot of meetings. Wow. Ooh. Yes, so many meetings. What Today do people I had to meet cancel about? like three, three meetings. meetings. Um, <laughs> so I think whatever Everyone is most interested in, I would guess, like pregnant women, they're like immediately like, can I drink? I've had a couple glasses of wine since I've been pregnant, but it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't. That's how I know this baby's not mine. Um, <laughs> but uh, alcohol comes up all the time. The book, <laughs> book spends a lot of time on on that and basically saying like having, you know, you shouldn't have like a, like a lot. A lot is bad, but having a... Can you say what a lot is to Bridget? Because yeah, this not clear to me. actually needs yeah. to... Yeah, well, what is... Like, yeah, tell us... Can you say, have a 40? No. Okay. What if it's um, duct taped to your hand? A simple <laughs> bottle of wine, four clean glasses. <laughs> no. What if it's red? Like one <laughs> one small glass a day in the second and third trimester. Melon-flavored mad dog. No. <laughs> like definitely not. Asking for a friend. But you know, like everybody says that, oh, my parents or my mom smoked and drank when she was, you know, so what's the difference? So a lot of the kinds of bad things that could happen mm-hmm. are not something that would always happen. Yeah. And so you were looking at like probabilities of bad things happening. Yeah. And it is true for sure, that kids whose moms drink a lot. I do have a hard time completing tasks and my attention span isn't good and I do sometimes wet the bed. Could that be because my mother drank? You're a perfect flower. (laughs) You're a goddamn crystal and a national sensation. It could be that she drank scotch. Like Maybe that's the thing. (laughs) Maybe that's good. Yeah, Yeah, that could have been it. I have a problem with... (laughs) I'm going to tell you what the problem is. That's Keith's beef. That people want to drink that bad that they ask this question. Why not not, not drink for nine months? No, but that's exactly that's, alive no, in your body. That is guys. exactly the that is exactly the attitude that I think is very frustrating for a lot of women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's like, well, like, of course, if this is like good for my for my baby, like if, if this is important for my baby, of course it would be fine not to do this. But if it if it doesn't have any negative consequences and I and I want to do it. Like, why is that not? You're still yeah. a human being, Keith. You don't like stop being a living, breathing human being. When did you, you stop drinking when your when your lady was pregnant? No, because I didn't have to. You I have drunk never for controlled any one of your. You've never even paid a full uh, bill at Applebee's. You make the woman split it, even when she's carrying your child. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I'm so sorry. Track. Sorry, we're. <laughs> I got yelled at twice. Oh, it's early in the podcast. Um. So basically, I look at I look at data. So I look at like studies which compare the babies of kids whose moms drink like a little bit to to kids whose moms don't drink at all. And most of those are from Europe. So mm-hmm. Actually, it's very hard to do in the U.S. because people lie because it, the sort of <laughs> social sanctions are are kind of severe. And yeah. also, the the U.S. actually has sort of 
different drinking behavior where a lot of people don't drink at all and some people drink a lot. Yeah. And so it's sort of hard to, when you sort of start talking about people who are drinking during pregnancy, they're much more likely to be drinking like a lot. lot. And so this sort of like social, like occasional, like I have a glass of wine three times a week is like sort of more common in European data. And so when you look there and you say, well, let's compare kids whose moms drank a little to kids whose moms didn't drink at all. Like the outcomes are like the same. If anything, actually the kids whose moms drink a little bit tend to do better. Hello. Um, Hello. And that that may also be selection. Um, I think that's true. I think. I I mean, obviously, but I think. I think it's because they're used to people. You know, you give them an inch and they take a mile. They're being cautious. They're being cautious. And people uh, have said that. I mean, doctors tell me that explicitly. Like, I don't want to say it's okay to have one, but like, because I think people have three. But I think that's that's like a little bit of a tricky line because if you tell people like absolutely never have any, and then they have a little, or they're like, well, if I'm, you know. I might as well just have like a lot of it because like I already <laughs> I have broke a little, the rule. so like whatever, let's do yeah. it. What's so, the the fear? Really excessive. There's a there's a syndrome called fetal alcohol syndrome, which is sort of a constellation of physical and mental complications. I think at the, there's a sort of intermediate thing, which is basically about differences in IQ. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, so, so that's what happened to Keith. So <laughs> well, um, no. That, so anyway, said what I was saying. What were you I'm saying? saying? If you if you want to drink, right? A lot of times you're going to, if you want to drink that bad, you're going more than likely, my data shows me. This is... You're going to drink more than one, you know, more than what you should drink. In other words, that's what I'm really That saying. was a useless sentence. Thank you. Can we cut his it mic was. for the next 20 minutes, please? Yeah, the mic is dead. Um, <laughs> that, hashtag mute Keith. <laughs> yeah, mute Keith. Keith. Yes, this season we're trying to mute going. Keith. R. Kelly right I'll take a mutant. Keith. I don't care. You need a mutant. It. Um, (laughs) Um, No, I mean, I think there is this sort of like like fetishism, I don't know, thing around pregnancy where like you want, like you want to have what is best for your baby. And I think that people sort of. So there's a market and advice, you know, like the more, the more rules there are, like people are searching for rules too. So it's like, oh, I can come up with 10 more rules and 10 more annoying things you can't do or whatever. And I think there's also become sort of this thing that's like, here's all this stuff I'm giving up for my baby. Like I, you know, it's my vessel, you know, I'm going to like do all this stuff and that's like how I'm going to show that I'm going to be a good mom is like by following like a lot of But you can only show what kind of mother you are through Instagram. Right. Well, Well, Keith, you have a philosophy that everybody should have a backup kid. Can you tell us about that? Well, you have two kids hiding in a cupboard, right? Yeah. You hide a couple of your kids. Nobody's supposed to have just one kid. Well, what's the philosophy behind that? Well, in case of, you know, you if you only have one kid, then that kid gets a, uh, you know, he's bad and doesn't do the right thing. He could be a dud. Yeah, he could be a dud. You can have a kid that's a dud. So it's like four more months of vomiting, and then also another nine. So we're like okay. up to thirteen more vomiting. Okay. Well, I think we should do a pound it or pass. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do you want to pound it, or do you want to pass? Pass. Do you want to pound it? Or do you want to pass? Pound it. Let's do Jessica Simpson. Oh, yeah. Jessica Simpson uh, at six months pregnant. I'm going to pound it. Tell us why. Well, Walk us through it. I love how she wears those sort of like sweaters that kind of wrap around her like you're in Malibu. We're going to be in Malibu. Oh. And um, as you may or may not know if you follow our Instagram, I don't follow our Instagram, but I have seen it in the news that her ankles retain a lot of water. Sure. So we're going to the beach, and uh, I'm going to rub her ankles in sand. To try to, um, it's like a new age thing to do. For, I'm gonna painful. get some crystals <laughs> and some sand, and I'm gonna rub her ankles, and then I'm gonna put them up in the air. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> to let them drain. I'm let them drain. Oh. I'm let them drain down, That's and romantic. all the liquid from her ankles is gonna rush into her clit. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's going to become so engorged. It is the size of a medium-sized dick. And uh, I'm going to hop on that thing while the waves of Malibu crash around us. And uh, our hair gets salty and messy, but we don't care. Because we know we're going to go to Malibu Farms for coffee and and croissants after. Oh, my God. And then we're going to have our croissants. And um, we won't be able to look at each other because we... We can't believe what just happened to her poor clit. Wow. Oh, my God. But but the relief she's feeling from her ankles. But the is- relief. And thank God, because she has a red carpet event in uh, about 72 hours. And she's wearing and her own shoes. She's wearing her own shoes. She's a billionaire, I think we all know. And um, she's going to be able to wear them with a nice trim ankle, and she can thank me for that. So. Oh, my God. That's really tough to follow. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after it. Oh, okay. uh-huh. I'm going to follow her. I'm not scared of Bridget. I'll follow her. Please. Let's hear it. Well, of course, I'm going to pound it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a, a nice uh, glass, half a glass, I believe that's right to do, of Merlot. <laughs> a half a glass of Merlot? Yeah, just a half a glass, because the baby. Not even going to give her a whole goddamn glass. She okay, go ahead. a whole glass. She gets a half a glass. Then I'm going to put on a little bit of Jodeci. Oh. So you have my baby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you're having <laughs> right, mm-hmm. and, and, and then put over lightly. We don't need your hand. We don't like yeah. your hand. The hand motions are actually truly disturbing. I'm unsettled. <laughs> put her over lightly. Yeah, and I'm gonna give her approximately 352 pumps. Okay, what? let's move on to Rachel. Let's move right on. Let's move right on to Rachel. <laughs> Definitely going to take her to Pound Town. I'd like oh. some sort of Western scene with Jessica Simpson. You know? Ooh, like I love that. Some sort of jean short boot kind of, I don't know, some sort of America song we could sing together. Wash a car. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wash a car. Wash a car in slow motion. And it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to do some, yeah, I wanted her to smack my butt with an American flag on her hand. <laughs> A folded American flag. (laughs) And cowgirl hats for everyone. (laughs) Shit. See, I had my own fantasy, but Rachel's is kind of becoming the one I really want. (laughs) But I like, but I want to incorporate yours too, Bridget, where I think she should be wearing kind of those sweaters. Like she likes to do an off the shoulder a little. I think she's proud of her shoulders, Um, (laughs) as am I. Yeah, but I, I I see us on a couch, kind of like drinking tea, like when you hold the cup from the bottom, like, <laughs> like you're an adorable little baby, like you're a little chipmunk holding your little coffee, and we're on a couch, and we're just kind of like, like a lot of playing with our hair, and then, um, and then you know she's so pregnant, but I'm just like I'm gonna really eat her out. <laughs> And I'm going to say, listen, I know this might take a while and, you know, but I'm down here and I'm happy to do this for you. (laughs) And what a lot of people don't know, she's not bald down there. She's got a big... She's got um, a bush? A big blonde bush. I kind of want to change my... (laughs) 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 Um, But I do want to listen to her music while I do that. And and then after we'll, we'll watch... Uh, marathon of the of newlyweds. Um, Emily, no, I gotta Professor go to my, Emily. I gotta go to my job. <laughs> <laughs> Your research shows that you should not answer this That's question. Right. Yeah. Some people are into the idea of adding a baby to the mix. Some of us can't even get ourselves out the door on time. 
So if you're not ready for life with a baby, visit NotReadyNow.com to learn more about a reversible, longer-term birth control option that you don't have to take every day. Get the details at NotReadyNow.com. Discover Park MGM, the newest resort in the center of the Las Vegas Strip. It's where Lady Gaga, Bruno Mars, Janet Jackson, and Aerosmith bring down the house in the intimacy of Park Theater. It's where you can indulge in cuisine from L.A. chef Roy Choi as he mashes up Korean flavors at his new restaurant, Best Friend. Be inspired at Italy Market, enjoy a spin on fine dining at Nomad Restaurant, and let it all go at On the Record, Vegas's first speakeasy club. Park MGM. Intimate moments, big experiences. Book now at parkmgm.com. You're like a hero if you have enough dough to have a surrogate and you choose to have the baby personally. I guess some women want the experience, but I mean, shit, I would pay somebody to have a baby for me in a hot second and get that skin-to-skin photo, drop it right Wait, in my stomach. what's a skin-to-skin skin. photo? It's like when you have you have no shirt on, you're just holding the baby on your chest, you know, all dewy. Like, I would just that spray some dew for a on woman, myself. But a guy but, yeah. with no shirt on holding the baby, it like makes that. me a little sick. You know, some people are sort of quiet about having a surrogate, like there's some shame behind or something, but had I known how awful pregnancy would be uh, on my body, I would have... I would have definitely tried to figure out an oh, alternate yeah, plan. I didn't, the only I didn't way mind. I didn't mind being I mean, So what about these women? I will like, flip oh, this I'm, table, Emily. <laughs> there are those women that are like, oh, I miss being pregnant. I mean, that's what happens to your body. Your body gets like ravaged. I just don't understand I hope it. their cars flip over. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I miss it, but it wasn't, you know, I was like willing to do it again. I was thinking about the possibility of having, a, of scheduling a C-section. Can you talk a little bit about what your research Yeah. So basically, here's the deal. If you have a C-section, it will take you on average a bit longer to recover. A couple more weeks. Yeah, a couple more weeks. Which is a lot in the moment. Which is a lot. Um, And I think these things are variable. So you could like be somebody who has a really easy time with the C-section. You could be someone who has a really hard time. There's no way I'm having an easy time with anything. (laughs) So let's assume you have a bad time with both of them. Yes. It'll be a longer recovery with the C-section. Yes. You know, other than that, the sort of long-term outcomes for the mom and baby are very, very similar. Similar, right? It um, ultimately doesn't really matter. If you want to have more kids, there are like some additional complications scarring. with later pregnancies yeah. around the scarring, which can make can make you at higher risk for some placenta problems later. Right. So if you said like, my dream is to have seven kids, then like probably you don't want to have a C-section, but it doesn't really seem like that's maybe I'm your dream. I'm never even going to have sex with my husband again. <laughs> okay, so I think then, you know. He's, no, he's living a life of forever. I'm going to make sure, he, I'm going to have him come in a little cup so I know that nothing mm-hmm. even leaked into me. <laughs> Great, good times. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, an episiotomy, is that when your vagina rips almost to so your an asshole? episiotomy, ref- no. <gasps> Uh, right. <laughs> and episiotomy is when they cut. They cut, um, but you shouldn't. They shouldn't do that. That's like really not cool. Hopefully, they don't. Have no, to no, cut. But like they're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but you. Most people have some tearing. And does it, it comes tear in toward degrees. your butthole? Usually, yeah, that would be the most common kind. You can get tearing the other. I'm scared of having one way. hole. Just like um, end, ending right, up. That's with like one. a fourth degree. The third or fourth degree tear. There's only five percent of women have that. That'll wait, be it does happen. Still oh yeah, pretty high. yeah. Oh, and not the tear that goes into one big hole. You're just talking about the little the the. You the, can tear pretty deep. Like a ah! fourth degree tear would be like a very deep tear up like into the. Mo- Do you want? Me- can I draw a picture? Let's go to the slide. Let's go to the. <laughs> my mom had that. She had to get an extra stitch when she got she got a little extra. To- 
<laughs> an extra. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. A lot of people have. You can do some stuff. You can do to make that less. Wait, you mean an happen. extra? Like what? <laughs> Mas- perineal massage. Right? I don't know it's what a perineal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, I never Sorry, heard that word. It actually has a word. The perineal. Perineal. Per- 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 it's called the perineum. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you can you, do you stuff? like before a massage you massage it? You sort of like try to stretch a little bit. In, in advance. But you gotta, Keith is getting horny over here. Is that a doula? Girl. Like, who does that? You would probably have to do it yourself. Maybe Chris could do it. No, Chris is not touching my <laughs> taint. Wait, before you have him. a baby, you massage your, your, your strip? You, like, for your, a lot, you, like, stretch. Well, oh, they're like, these are, like, things you can do. To prepare your your perineum for, for stretching. So you just massage Sorry, it down I'm there? I'm truly horrified. <laughs> I think that sounds kind of nice. You just sit on the toilet and... Because it's soft. Not me. Mine's full of stubble and grit. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to so do that for when I have a baby. You're going to get your perineum? I'm just, gonna, just in case I get pregnant, I want to have that thing all stretched out. Oh, my God. God. I love that you asked if that was maybe part of the doula's job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you get over here and massage my ass? By the way, by the way I just want to say, so I, my doula, Kevin and his wife, had a doula, and they recommended her to me. She is... A goddess, like she looks like a mer- like who you would see on like a romance novel. Sure. And the idea that she's gonna be like standing over me. I don't want to see that. Um, while I am like <laughs> literally like r- tearing my taint, <laughs> screaming and like shitting on the floor, and giving you the I, finest asshole massage you've and, ever had. And Chris is just gonna be looking at this like wild animal, just like <laughs> shitting out a baby, and this gorgeous model is gonna be like coaching that, me. You do shit on the floor, right? Is that that happens? Yeah. That happens. <laughs> I don't really see why you need the guy in the room. Like, just what standing there with some dumb expression. Why I need it? it so that they see the fucking bullshit you're going through. Yeah, I like that. I, 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 do don't look when they deliver the placenta. Ah, uh, did, did, did you do that? that you Hold did on see, on right? That first of all, wait, I just stayed up in the northern hemisphere, locked eyes, and did not look down. Nobody gave you it a was, heads up. It was the whole situation. There's nothing beautiful about childbirth. No. It is a horror show. That's totally right. And then when the movies, and then it was over, and she felt all this relief. So it was like she was like high. She felt so good. And then something happened. I looked south, and it was as if like the baby's landlord just threw all the luggage, (laughs) like threw the shit out onto the street because like this monster thing just rolled out. Is that the afterbirth? The floor. The placenta is the afterbirth. I was horrified. It, you have like, to essentially it, give birth to the placenta. It as was well, so man. horrifying that in the moment they put my daughter in my arms, we're looking at each other for the first time, and I got distracted and going, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> it was yeah. just a big sack on the floor. Uh, yeah, it just rolls out like oh, a hefty no. bag. Ew. Now, for a guy that's not in the room, like Keith is usually at off-track betting when his <laughs> wives are giving birth. <laughs> no, no, I was right there. No, you like weren't. A man. I was there like you a man. You were right there I at OTB. The, I caught it. Well, oh, you one arm caught the baby. The afterbirth. By the way, oh, he's like <laughs> winner. But then, what about that thing where they tell you to eat the thing? Yeah, is that the yeah. placenta? Or is that's, that the placenta. Placenta. that's the placenta. I heard that some people put it into pills. People do, and I think it's that the evidence it. is not real, real good either. Okay. Way on, yeah. Great, I wasn't dying to do that. <laughs> What's it supposed to do? Give you like shiny hair or some shit? It's like combat postpartum depression, but I don't think that that. Is I know, a, I'm getting that too. 
That's okay. Just That's no one talk to me for a year after I have this baby because I'm going to be a fucking. I don't like talking to you now. How dare you? You're one of my best friends. Can you tell like Keith was one of those like smug guys back in the day with a cigar in the waiting room? Like, oh God, that. you're so oh, right. You're right. He did have a goddamn cigar. Yeah. That what just gave me a real garbage. I was so jealous tips. of those guys when I was in that room. Keith gets a haircut. He gets Comedy a fade. Cold. He has his barber yeah. come to the hospital and gets himself a sweet fade. <laughs> um, so. A couple friends, you know, slowly the truth comes out. Everyone goes, oh, you're pregnant. That's amazing. And then you're sick. You mm. know, the first trimester, they go, okay, but wait, the second trimester is heaven and you will feel like a goddess. And that's when my experience complete horseshit. And then sort of entering the third trimester is when people get real. And they're like, there's something called the ring of fire, oh, where yeah. when your baby's head comes out, your whole vagina spreads <laughs> And you feel as though you're actually on fire. Yeah. Stop jerking off, true. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's heart is a rock. That's true. Um, that that's true. Yeah, that, no, that's right. Oh, that was yeah. my favorite part. How long does the ring of fire last? That's brief. It still is not that comforting. No, I mean, See, it, it does happen. Right? Then after that, you have to get the shoulders out. So how? Oh, God, stuck. the shoulders. Hello. <laughs> well, I'm actually having... Um, the baby's arms removed. Okay, good. So the sockets, yeah. like, just, just <laughs> kind of starts at the breastplate. So after you get through the head, they, they go the, down. The shoulder's time. actually better than the head. Really? Yeah. Because they can by move then it's a little all more. Stretched out. Yeah. yeah, and then they come and they push on your stomach to get the placenta out. Oh, God. Jeez. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Um, Isn't that true, Kevin? Mm-hmm. And they don't have like a little basket to catch it. You just hear it splash on the floor. No, no or it doesn't splash on the floor. It's on a bed. And then they like they have these yeah. like. It's not like I have these. <laughs> I have placenta catchers that are coming in, and they also are the ones who launch the t-shirts at Nick Games. And they're bringing like, a beautiful basket that they're going to catch it in, and then kind of mount it up on the wall and put an eternal uh, flame under it. And you, we can all visit it. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, I don't want everyone to see the baby until about forty days in. But you can visit the placenta. Maybe Annie Leibovitz can be there and take a moody picture of it. <laughs> That's who I want doing my sonogram. I did say that we were going to get a sonogram the other day. I'm like, do you mind if we have Annie Leibovitz come in and just do the next sonogram? How long till um, things start to feel like home again down there? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it never, like... <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry. Oh, boy. It never, like, fully necessarily goes back to the way it was before. Um, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, like, like, like after like six, six, eight, eight weeks, it's you know usually uh-huh. it's kind of. But, but like, if you have a C-section, if you have you a C-section, have your, your vagina, same regular vagina that you had before. And mm-hmm. then there's like these, you know, the academic literature is like always very funny. I have like a quote in the second book where somebody's like, after um, a vaginal birth, like the vagina will be capacious. What? Yeah. yeah. That That's Keith's like, daughter's like, name. Like, 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 like flapping in big. the wind? Yeah, it's I'm big. Not, now Capacious. you know it likes to be. <laughs> this is where it's like, um, yeah, my, you know, my, my, my pussy's not that great anymore, so I'm not really hanging on to the glory days over <laughs> yeah. here. I get it if you're like 25, but, you know, I've got some capizios happening right now. I feel like the baby weight from my first pregnancy has <laughs> bore down on my on my pelvic floor, and I'm capacious because of it. So we need to use it. Let's make sure we use the word capacious, <laughs> yeah, like capacious. a lot. Is that uh, how you say it? 
Yeah, capacious. That's okay. Well, Does that it. mean cape-like? What does that mean exactly? <laughs> That's big. So funny. Large. Yeah, they don't want to just say large. They don't want to be large because they're they're researchers. So how long after you have the baby does pee <laughs> just fall right on out of you? How long? Yeah. Um, well, that can happen for years. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that's so that's why you got to do this the Kegel exercises. Oh, let me I, tell you about those Kegels. You, you should be doing them. You can be bullshit. doing them at any time. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> we should all be doing them. No, every that's time when you Keith, thought, are you like, doing this? As if you're holding in urine, right? Like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I have done like maybe in my whole life like a a total of forty Kegels, uh-huh. like literally forty times across my thirty seven years I've Kegeled. But now, do I have time? Um, yeah, absolutely. I have time to, to get the Kegels going. I mean, I, you can do them while you watch TV. That's what people say. But I'm, watch TV. I want to focus on the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and But what are the benefits of, of doing Kegels? Um, I think it is also better recovery afterwards. So that's why I said it's about the peeing. So, like, you know, yeah. you got to, like, keep those muscles going so then later you can hold in. That's what the trade-off. What advice would you give to men in this case? I don't hear no <laughs> advice from men. I gained like twelve pounds when my lady was married. Oh what would you my give me? God. What? Something. A muscle. You want something you need advice? a muscle for weight loss. <laughs> He's looking for weight loss advice. Weight loss advice. Do you have advice for for men in general about uh, pregnancy? Yeah. Not, not, really. not really. Just no. like fucking just like shut the seriously fuck up. shut the shut fuck up and tell us thank you and let us say and do whatever we want because it is it is crazy. I we listen. We didn't send you the doula for you. It was for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> poor Chris. Oh God, poor Chris. To celebrate the third season of Three Girls, One Keith, I have a special gift for you guys. You can now get 60 days of Spotify premium free when you go to Spotify.com slash promo slash Amy. That's a hell of a deal. Enjoy, but keep in mind, this offer is only available for users in the U.S. and U.K. My dream is that I have this baby, they're healthy, and that, you know, my my pussy doesn't just become like an absolute like Subway sandwich <laughs> for years. That's my dream. Anybody have a dream? My dream is to, when Amy has her baby, oh. to hand in hand, step in step, um, work on making our um, vaginas less capacious together. <laughs> That's right. so sweet. That's a children's book. <laughs> Amy and Bridget. <laughs> My dream is to, when Amy has a baby, of oh, course, thank you. to adopt that baby. You, you stay the hell away from my child. You don't come within 50 feet. <laughs> my dream so is to get the baby. Right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty pleased. You You're stay right. the hell away. You'll never touch this baby. To adopt that baby. <laughs> I have a dream. Oh. One dream is to just keep the onesies coming. I have a Tupac onesie that's on its way. So just a lot of Johnny Cash, Tupac, Run DMC onesies for the kid. Thank you so which much. Which is all a baby really needs to feel loved. We forget that, you know. And then I'll donate that. I'll pass that to the next baby who yes. needs to <laughs> represent both the East Coast and the West Coast. It's important. Emily, do you have a dream? I would, I would like my dream is that <laughs> Amy's baby... Work at the Fed. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside Keith, who knows that from 94 to 98. Oh my God. Um, yeah, so nobody have a baby. 
Uh, but then, you know, but if so, you do have a baby, buy my book. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would like to stop people. <laughs> um, also, I just want to also say that uh, you have a new book coming out. Yes, I do. Called Crib Sheet. Yes. And that's about actually the baby being yeah. alive and here. Yes. Uh, also, there are some details yeah. about. So, first, there are some good details about this tearing business ah. we were talking about Ooh. before. For the business of tearing. Um, How about that book? But, but then uh, there's like a lot of stuff about like breastfeeding and vaccinations and sleep training and co sleep. Should you sleep with your baby in your bed and and sort of all the kind of things that that we get to the mom shaming about. Well, we want to thank you so much. Thank you, guys. and thank you for writing, expecting better, and I can't wait to read Crib Sheet. And thank you for doing all this work. Thank you for reading it. Stay strong. Talk soon. Hey, 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 three girls, one Keith. Three Girls, One Keith is a Spotify original podcast. Our executive producers are me, Amy Schumer, and Kevin Kane. Our executive producers at Spotify are Natalie Tella and Robin Hopkins. Three Girls, One Keith is produced in collaboration with the team at Gilded Audio Design, Andrew Chug, Whitney Donaldson, and Dan Rosato. And by the way, make sure to follow Three Girls, One Keith so you don't miss a single episode. That's a cute sweatshirt, Rach. Thanks, man. You're so sporty these days. Sporty Rach. I know. I'm trying new things. Oh. You're really living outside (laughs) of yourself. I'm taking risks. Are you on the Nick City Dancers? Mm, Pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a trial. They're giving me a trial period.